Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we've got a backstage update on a major WWE backlash change. A top WWE star confirms their wrestling hiatus. Britt Baker's controversial t-shirt has become a top seller. And I'll bring you all the latest on the story that is just all over the wrestling world right now. I'm Adam Wilborn. Ah, you won't believe story number four in this. <laughs> Wait, that's your bit. Do it. I'm Andy Murray. It's the news. There you go. I don't have your panache. Ah, I didn't even say the right thing. It's Friday. <laughs> Who cares? Let's get weird. We've got wacky questions coming. Like, oh, stick, stick around. Really wacky. Uh, backstage update on a major change to WWE Backlash. This is coming from Fightful Select. And I don't necessarily think that this is going to shock anyone. But originally, you know, we got Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest on the pape. One on one. Street fight. Singles match street fight. Allows for bells and whistles good stuff that was originally going to be a tag team match mm. uh, according to the report here it was going to be Bad Bunny and Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest that appeared to be the direction we were heading in at Wrestlemania and post Wrestlemania but WWE pivoted and this may be a consequence of WWE and Bad Bunny feeling like Bad Bunny can have a good singles match yeah which is cool um, so that's pretty interesting. The original finish um, would have seen Bad Bunny pin Dominic in Puerto Rico to send the fans home yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all of that stuff. I don't know how he'd do that. How would you pin the greatest wrestler in the world? I don't know. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like something beyond his capabilities. Uh, but obviously, this is going to be Bad Bunny's first singles match. Uh, he was in the tag match with Damian Priest at WrestleMania a couple of years ago against Miz and Morrison. Uh, he was in the Rumble yeah. a couple of years ago. He's been extremely fun in every single yeah. appearance. And I'm sure that this will be of similar funness yeah exactly I'm not exactly that surprised by this Andy like me and the Dadleys were speculating when it was all kicking off with him is it going to be like you say the tag match with the Mysterios is it even going to be like a six man involving members of the LWO or things like that but I'm kind of okay and to WWE's credit the last time they went right that celebrity was quite good in a tag match let's see how they do in a single it was Logan Paul and it was awesome yeah and like you say even if he's maybe not to the athletic standard of Logan Paul, or he's just rather busy being the biggest musician on the planet, <laughs> the whole street fight stipulation allows you to sort of mask any issues that you may have. Yeah. But he didn't seem to have any problems swinging that kendo stick the other day. This can be a, like a good time hoot riot, uh, is my in-depth yeah. analysis of this. Celebrity matches kick ass in the modern era, yeah. and uh, Bad Bunny's been at the heart of some of the best ones. Well, Do you reckon someone's going to put their arm around him at Gorilla and say, look, mate, Whatever happens out there, even if it all goes wrong, just remember Snoop Dogg's elbow drop from WrestleMania. You'll be fine. Ah, <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll be okay, mate. Hey, listen, we got to give Snoop Dogg credit for improvising. Aye, fair play. Like, I, it, was, it was a. It went from the, one of the lowest moments at WrestleMania yeah. to one of the best moments that entire. Week and I was. actually think that because the elbow drop was so crap, it made it better. Yeah. Like if he just pulled off like a clean elbow drop, it would be like okay. 
It's so bad. It was awesome. Snoop Dogg I mean, rules. Yeah, someone needs to make Snoop Dogg on 2K with the move set of that horrific. Was it a frog splash he hit on Dynamite? It was something. Where he, I, th- I think I saw someone describe him as looking like he was made out of joints <laughs> as he did it, and then the elbow. So you got, you've got elbow drop. You've got frog splash. The dog splash, eh? Because that's next. His name. I think you should F five someone next. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> Shooting Starcrest. I still, I, 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 I really hope um, Bad Bunny hits his, and apologies for this, because it still involves some athleticism on his behalf, but you've got to give a bit of credit to John Morrison. Oh, he hits his Canadian Destroyer yeah. this weekend. Yeah. And I just wish, Andy, I'm not going to be here. I'm away with my family, and I despise them. So <laughs> I'm going to try and get some time away from them and watch Backlash. But I don't want to watch it on my own. Is there any way I can watch it, you know, with some other people reacting to? Live stream, baby. you got Phil Chambers, Michael Hamflick coming at you tomorrow night. Uh, God, it's tomorrow, isn't it? Tomorrow night. Join them in the chat. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Join, join your Puerto friends. Puerto Rico's going to be awesome. We are your friends. Smackdown's from Puerto Rico tonight, isn't it? Don't know. I think they're already over. I think. Hope so. That yeah. would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool how like you know, there's not really uh, all the next pay per views are international. Mm. It's pretty cool. Obviously, the Saudi deal is what it is. Mm. Um, but you know, Puerto Rico. We're going to the UK after that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, right. Wooming on. I was trying to do moving on and woo. Didn't work. Uh, Charlotte Flair is the one who's revealed she's uh, taking some time away from telly with an undisclosed issue. Uh, she revealed in conversation with the boardroom. What? She said, for me, uh, I went from having never any off days to getting injured last year after WrestleMania, being off for seven months, and then now off again for a couple of weeks for something that I needed to take care of. It's a blessing and a curse. No one wants to be injured, but having that first time off that extended amount of time, I think it was definitely healthy for my mindset. Uh, she obviously lost the title to Rhea Ripley in a great match at WrestleMania 39. And not in a, oh, I don't care about her, but I'm not missing her from TV, because when you lose the big title match at WrestleMania, unless you're, you know, the cheated babyface like Cody Rhodes, it's fine to disappear for a bit. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Like go like the story, you go away and you lick your wounds for yeah. a bit. She was the champion for four months or, or three months or whatever. Uh, and obviously she had the lo- that long absence where it sounded like she was dealing with a multitude of things. Yeah. Um, and also, like, it just freshens people's character up a little bit when they when they go away and come back. Obviously, Charlotte's alignment's been a bit muddled since she came back, as it often is when she's not, like, a full-on heel. Mm-hmm. Um, so fair play. Like, she'll come back and, you know, in a few weeks and we'll be like, oh, cool, Charlotte's back. And, yeah, like, exactly. Whereas maybe, maybe there was a bit of fatigue creeping in towards Mania. It's not her fault. It's the booking's fault, mm. uh, obviously. But, yeah, like... Hope, hope whatever she's dealing with isn't too major and that she's alright across WWE and AEW you don't not need to put pressers on telly if you don't have any plans for them boom when you have someone bring them in I think you have to bring Charlotte Flair back and not put her around the title for a while because people kind of got a little bit sick of that yeah. and also yeah just normalise wrestlers not being on telly when they're even when they you know aren't involved in a storyline or aren't injured for just their own mental health yeah it's good to take, take some break. time for yourself whether you're a wrestler or you. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. You can be a wrestler too. I wouldn't advise that because <laughs> yes. it sounds quite dangerous, but respect if you are. Uh, right. Let's talk about Britt Baker's t-shirt. Um, mm. This uh, thing became an AEW top seller over the weekend. Wow. According to Brian Alvarez uh, on Wrestling Observer Radio. You probably know the t-shirt I'm already ta- I'm talking about without referencing it, but it's the one featuring the photograph of her with a black eye after the beatdown segment a few weeks ago, which caught a bit of controversy over the weekend. 
somebody added, I think, AWR Brit or maybe both of them when the t-shirt came out saying that they were promoting domestic violence as a consequence of this. Uh, Brit addressed that at the time saying, I got a black eye in a ring. My enemies put a picture on a t-shirt to troll me and I outsmarted them. Does that mean all the top selling bloody t-shirts are supporting murder? Uh, if a male wrestler had a shirt with a black eye, would you be this pissed? Mm. Uh, and she's addressed it again in conversation with Sports Illustrated. Uh, Robin Lumberg uh, speaking to him, saying, uh, I was very surprised when I posted the picture of my black eye on social media. I got almost 100,000 likes. Uh, the comments that I'm tough, I'm badass. Wow, this girl, she's so strong. It was empowering. But then when it went on a shirt, it was really problematic. And that was so confusing to me. Because why? If I'm on a shirt with a black eye, why does that make me weak? Why does that make me a victim? But if a man or Chris Jericho, I like that, if a man or Chris Jericho, <laughs> that's a good line, uh, had a black eye, they'd be tough and they'd be a badass. So this emanated from an angle that was on the 19th of April. Mm-hmm. It should be noted in this angle, right, that, that no man put their hands no. over at Baker during this. Domestic violence insinuates that Adam Cole punched her in the yeah. eye, which is mental. Um, it was a wrestling angle where she got beaten up by three heel women. I don't know, man. Like, you obviously don't want to ever minimise anyone's, you know, experiences and traumas and stuff. But this struck me the criticism of this struck me as a little bit bad faith Mm. and a little bit the same kind of thing that comes out whenever like a woman bleeds heavily and you see usually men on social media going ah this is disgusting blah 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 but when John Moxley does it it's okay yeah double standards and uh, something to chew on I think Britt Baker's a badass that's the takeaway from all this Um, but yeah I, I I don't really know how I feel about it I don't know how I feel about a man wearing that t-shirt outside of a wrestling context and how that may well be perceived but look if Brit's alright with it that's kind of the, the, be, the be all and end yeah, all isn't it yeah I think uh, some online conversations actually most of them aren't really worth having bad faith um, on the internet yeah they? this is it this is it and look like again like I think that there are certainly valid points to be raised in all of this, but I don't believe for a second that the person who added Brit in the first case was acting in good faith and wanted to provoke a dialogue. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But, hey, listen, this is big. Yes, we this have to get big. to the major story. Um, let's talk about the best wrestling show of the week. I'm talking, of course, of NXT. Um, and following this week's episode of NXT, uh, Booker T was rumbled. And speaking of rumbling, so was his stomach. <laughs> that is full credit to Michael Hamlet. That is journalist writing, that is. <laughs> no, don't say that. We're all you. wrestling no. journalists here at no, What Culture. No, not me. He's the best. Yeah, you may have seen the, the clip uh, that was doing the rounds on socials of him ordering a DoorDash uh, <laughs> whilst Indy Hartwell was kind of wrapping up NXT. And uh, there was a great tweet that also almost made it even more viral, saying, I hope he's not ordered it to the NXT car park. <laughs> um, but he was speaking on his Hall of Fame podcast, and he's one of the best podcasts out there. That's not us. Uh, what Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. He said, let, him, let me lay out for you. I left Houston, went to London, took a trip from London to Manchester. You know, bing, bing, bing. Uh, a couple of days I went from Manchester to Frankfurt, Frankfurt to Houston, Houston to Dallas, Dallas to Orlando, Orlando to Houston, and boom, here I am ready to do the show. Wrestlers, to quick aside, wrestlers' travel plans are insane, aren't yes. they? I had like two flights and I was like, well, that's me down for a week. <laughs> I, I get the metro in Newcastle two stops and I'm done. Mind you, that is an experience, yes. to be fair, especially if you get on in Gateshead Stadium. Oh, boy. Look, everyone. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway, he said it was the end of the show. The show was over. It had nothing to do with me. Uh, I was going to be exiting the building shortly after that. I wanted my meal. Hot and ready to go when I got there. I ordered chicken parmesan from uh, TGI Fridays. I think this is the Young Bucks' favourite uh, Japanese restaurant. Is it? TGI Fridays. I think so. Is that right? Elite lore people, let me know if I'm wrong. I will say in his defence, the last bit of that episode of NXT was just a lovely promo from Indy Hartwell surrendering the NXT Women's Championship, getting carried off by Sexy Dexy, and then just a big brawl of everyone, oh, I want the title. So he's not like he was in the middle of a match going, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Shut up, I need my food. <laughs> but it was very funny. But I full respect to him for the way he's handled this as well. Of just like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I was hungry and I wanted some food. <laughs> so I ordered some tea. Fair play to Booker T. This is just funny. Yeah. Funny. One more to one. It's good. It's Friday. I'm going to finish with the final line in the article from the brilliant Michael Hamflet. At Michael Hamflet, if you want to send him his flowers on Twitter. Can you dig it, clucker? I don't like it anymore. Okay, so. <laughs> right, should we move on to our Wacky Friday questions, Andy? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we talk all these from the YouTube community page. We also obviously take normal questions on there and on our Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, a load of great questions. Thank you to everyone who sent it to Eric Rowan Spider this week. Tiba starts us off. Happy Friday, fellas. Happy Friday, Tiba. You and the rest of the crew are in an arcade. Who rocks the 2P machines? Who goes straight to the racing games? Who gets way into the shooting games? And who just waits outside until everyone leaves? Oh, <laughs> I'm probably waiting outside till everyone leaves, to be honest, because I don't really enjoy the arcade. Ex- I'm a nerd. Like, I, I'm a bad dude. I'm not, I've not got a problem with gambling, but I do have a problem with 2P machines. When I was younger, I was, you know the ones where it's like, yeah. there's the, the, yeah, the, the do, that is like, they flick it up. My parents were like, you you need yeah. to calm down with this. I think both of the Michaels are on the 2P machines because inexplicably I've seen both of those men use cash in 2023. Yeah. So they're on the 2Ps. It's weird, man. They're on the 2Ps. Can I give you some uh, change? Get that away from me. 
<laughs> Sorry, Nicholas. There you go. Um, shoot. So the shooting one is Phil because Phil. up until recently, Bob Connor. Up until well, up until recently, we had a born arrow in the like a toy born arrow in the office that someone brutally murdered. Uh, and been. Phil had just this incredible oh, technique. Oh, it's ridiculous. It was like he was just just like flowing like water with yeah, these things. Yeah, if there's like an apocalypse, I'm going in Phil's gang because he's going to actually feed us there probably. You there you go. Um, Car? Racing games. <laughs> Me and you, why not? Yeah. You got a car, I'm fast. There you are. I'm still I'm trying to get it out of second gear. Yeah. Well, I, I look a bit like Vin Diesel. Yeah. So. <laughs> you look a bit like I... the late, great Paul Walker. Yes. So there we are. Perfect. Fast cars. I'm really right. to go to an, can we go to an arcade today? No. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't enjoy I forget. <laughs> MC Nat 20. And if you get that reference, Dice with Death podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. I oh. love Dungeons and Dragons. Anyway. Hey, shout outs. D&D and Warhammer. Those are deep hobbies. I respect. Yeah. I respect the practitioners. Uh, good journey, folks. Which wrestler would you shrink down to rodents? size and keep us a pet <laughs> and what kind of habitat would you keep them in do you know I had, I had an answer that came to I read this question and by the time I'd not even got to what kind of habitat and I knew the answer what you got Rick Boogs Rick oh, imagine he... just here's your Rick Boogs Boogs <laughs> I love you Butch because he's already a dog good so like there you go in your little um, ham, like a you know the handbag yeah I, absolutely I would I would yeah, hamster-sized dog. There yeah. is a man in a handbag. Yeah, in terms of the environment, the habitat I keep them in, it would be exactly that. It'd be those ones where you see like someone's built an entire hamster course around their house, and then maybe like if he gets tired, I'd have a train set and I can just sit him in it and just. I'd do that, but with a scale electric. There you go. So you can scale electric goated. Yeah, shouts shouts to one of our bosses has a scale electric in his attic. Legend. Never invited me. No, he never invited me either, did he? Come on then. Tom Hooley <laughs> is our next question. Happy Freaky Friday, guys. Who would you like to see play the Flatty and the Eel in a movie? Oh, what? Okay, the Flatty and... I mean, the Flatty can only really play himself, can't he? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure, is there in an... In the role of a lifetime. Is there an actor capable of flattening themselves out for an hour and a half? Two hours? Who's like a real... Um, what's your man from Lincoln called? Lincoln? Yeah. What's Lincoln? The... the Lincoln Park. Remember he plays Abraham Lincoln. What? Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Oh, he's a method actor as yeah, well. Yeah, so, so he could become flat. He'd, for a month, he'd be in Da Swamp chilling, like, making friends with alligators. And, the um, eel. Yeah. The eel. The eel. Dame Judi Dench. <laughs> Judi Eel Dench, mm. obviously. Or, shout out to our editor, Helen Mirren. If you know, you know. Hey, there you go. What about... Uh, Jesus. What about uh, Jude Law? Because he always plays pricks. And the eel is a prick. Yeah. So there you go. You're a prick. You're a prick. He stopped eating that arm. Where did you get that? Coco says, what's the news, legends? Well, rewind. If you <laughs> uh, here we go. And it's top this one. All right. You get to pick one to listen to every day. Oh. One once a year and one never again. Jericho's Judas. Okay. Cody's Kingdom. And okay. Seth's Burn It Down. So that... Every, every, every day, day, never again. Every day, once a year, never, once again. Year, never again. Okay. Wow. This. Wow. Okay, never again. Kingdom. Okay. Kingdom, it's fun in a wrestling context. It is butt rock to the uh, max. Yeah, I've had that on like a playlist and gone, oh, this yeah. doesn't work. So is Judas to a degree, but it's actually got a riff. It's not just... Yeah. It's actually got a proper riff. 
Ah, oh, Judas oh, might God. be my everyday one. Yeah, I think it is mine as well. And then, oh, oh, oh burn it. Yeah, well, that's once a year because I'll go to show. Play one. it, yeah, and you yeah. hear it everywhere anyway. But Judas is like Fozzie's kind of butt rocky as well, but not as bad as Downstate. Who was the band that um, Cody had once play him out at AW? That was the band, man. Down, was they, it, was it's it's their song. It's their song. Yeah. Who's Code Orange? Why have I got that in my head? Code Orange uh, played. Uh, did they play Malachi Black? That might be. And it. they had like, but uh, which is interesting because let's be honest, they're never. None of them are going to compare to Hardy. So oh, there's only trying? there's only one Hardy. I it, listen to that every day as is. Yeah. You know his fa- his great songs like the one he did at the Rumble or whatever it was. Yeah. Code Orange is a cool info because Malachi Black's really into like just great music. So mm. he got friends with people. He's like, hey, do you want to do a thing? He had. Uh, Incendiary Man Brendan I think his name is doing the vocals on on the man is a really good that great feat <laughs> look at this the real mosher is yeah. logged in <laughs> throw me a spin kick brother hit me with your best spin kick I think I went into a mosh pit once Come on, do what it. just <laughs> <laughs> I think I just spin I went into a mosh pit once and just immediately lost my shit yeah, like, just... sorry excuse me guys <laughs> I need to take Not you to I need to take you to a hardcore show. Yeah, we will. I'm, I'm in Mosh retirement. We'll both die. I watched two people like, do go to. You know, I was like, oh, Mosh pit, Mosh pit. I love Mosh pits. It's newfound glory. Let's go. <laughs> I watched two people go to jump at each other, and at the last second, one of them ducked, and his legs just clipped it. <laughs> when, and I was like. Maybe, maybe I'll stand further hey, back. Hey, Newfound Glory have roots in the hardcore scene, bro. First, Shouts to first Chad. First band I ever saw live, Newfound Glory. First band I ever saw live, status quo. Bit different, bit different. <laughs> have you seen the Brody King stage dive before? I think so. Okay, we'll watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> Ginny Lurcock gives us our final question. Thank you, Ginny, for this. Happy Friday, legends. Here's my question. If all the fast food mascots were in a battle royale, who'd go out first, who'd <laughs> win, and how would the Hamburglar cheat? This is the best question we've ever received. Awesome, awesome, Ginny. All right. Hamburglar would do the road dog. He'd but do the hang road on the, dog. Yeah. Hang on the bottom. I know he steals stuff because he's a burglar. Burglar? Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd steal would. eliminations. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Plop them right, over. Down you go. He would do the road dog, hug the bottom rope. You're not getting me out. You, you're going to beat me up, but you can't get me out because I'm hugging the bottom yeah. rope. I'm far which, away. Which works as well because everyone hates the Hamburg. Look, because he's a Hamburg. He's an asshole. And everyone hates road dog because he's road dog. Yeah. <laughs> Who's winning Grimace, obviously. Grimace, you can't, yeah. You can't get the big man over the top rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, 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 it's impossible. Colonel would give him a run for his money. Colonel. Dolph Ziggler, Colonel. Colonel would give him a run. That's a good point, actually. What about Wendy? She's pretty tough. Wendy would Wendy <laughs> surprise get, a few people. She'd get involved. What about uh, the cows from Chick-fil-A? Careful, yeah. you're trading... You know, you know my thing with... With cows, yeah. Not dude. with cows. Let's not make it weird. It's just about the laughing cow, right. who I am. In a parasocial relation, parasexual maybe. Giggle, I don't know. Man. No, stop it, weird guy. Um, um, <laughs> uh, Ronald McDonald's out first. Oh, you reckon? Too obvious. Everyone's going for the. That's it. Everyone goes for the big dog first. Yeah, Ron, you're but done. It's like it's like you know when they do the whole uh, all pile on the big show, and then we all have to team up to get him out. Uh, oh boy. Any other any other mascots we've got? Yeah, uh, well, my... Oh, that Little Caesars guy. That, that is Little Caesar, brother. Uh, my first person out was... was my first person out was going to be the Chihuahua from Dago Bell. Just pick it up and launch it. Like, Snitsky the baby. Yeah, just bang! There you go, have that. Um, Paul London in the crap out. That's what I... <laughs> uh, hey, listen, the Daily Queen, she'd do, she'd do well. Yeah. She'd do well. Uh... 
Oh, there's so many. The burger, we had the burger. We mentioned the Burger, burger King. King. Yeah, he, he's an asshole. Man. Burger know. King's getting Taka Mishinoku out there. Burger King's got a god complex. He thinks he's going to win. It's going to be like Hogan and Sid in the 92 Rumble. Hot <laughs> Burger King gets thrown out and he's like, I'm supposed to win, brother. Who's a really thick mascot? Who do the Randy Savage? Let's try and pin someone. Greg. Greg from Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Greg. You want to sausage drill? <laughs> Shout out to Greg's. Shout out. Friends of the channel. Hey. Um, I don't know, man. Who we got? I think we called it. We got it. Yeah. We got it all. We got it all. Oh, we've never told you someone let us know in the comments. Does Popeye's chicken have a mascot? I don't know. I'm trying to, like, get get our American viewer. Because we could sit here and go, like, Wimpy from Wimpy. And people will be like, what the hell? Little Chef. <laughs> little Chef wins. Well, you are Big Chef. Little Chef's goated. Or Big Cook or whatever it is. I'm Little. I think I'm Little Cook. I yeah. Know. I can't cook. I'm pretty good at cooking, actually. Why did I say that? Anyway. Let's be this is a long, time. bloody video. <laughs> Luckily, this is our first take as well. Yeah, we've got to move over to our amp, finally. So, a uh, couple couple days ago, mm -hmm. I put this out there in the world. I said it on the video, did it on Twitter. Hey, it would be really cool to hear the FTR theme plucked on a banjo. I saw this. Is this John? Couple couple days, couple days later. Uh, I think it was Fraser Cranium, the great, who chimed in and tagged John Harrison and went, Hey. Oh, man. Summoning you and uh, summoned he was. So he found a mate of his with a banjo and uh, <laughs> magic happened. So we'll play the video now, but we'll just yeah. watch it in the studio as well. Again, he always does great stuff with wrestle culture themes and what have yeah, you. It's fantastic. Really, work. It sounds great as well. It sounds exactly like it did in my head. Ba -ba -bing 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 -bing. See, Dax retweeted it and stuff. Did he? Mikey Ruckus, who makes the AEW oh, that's retweeted it. Sick. It's sick. Over badass. Sick. Live performance. Great win. work. Go and follow Johnny's brilliantly talented. And follow Fraser Cranium, might as well, because he's a lovely bloke. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on everything we've discussed, particularly the mascots thing, in the comments section below. Like, share, subscribe, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from. For daily Does wrestling. Dominoes podcast. have a mascot, and is it a domino? Yeah. No. Just pull you that out. Papa John, he's an asshole, isn't he? Yeah, get rid of it. Do you count as a mascot or just a dick? Does Gareth Southgate represent Beatles still? <laughs> or, no. Well, that would make sense. The most boring restaurant gets the most boring mascot. Fair. Uh, at failure of a manager. At what culture WWE for both of us? You can follow Andy Murray at? At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Happy Croc Day, Dave. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Best of luck to the Spyrites this weekend in the National League playoff Aye. semi-finals against Bromley. Best of luck to the famous and envied Dandy Dons trying to dethrone the forces of evil two times in a row. Marching on down, kicking ass, probably losing, but... <laughs> that's, that's the fate of our football team. That's how it works. Uh, at what culture WWE, as I said, for all of us. But for now, thanks to Andy Murray. Thanks to everyone who sent us ridiculous questions on the YouTube community page. Thanks for joining us, Papa and we'll see you soon. Johns. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.